So trending audio has been a pretty interesting topic when it comes to social network platforms. And TikTok was the one who kind of made this popular, the whole idea of music behind content. I guess that was because it came from Musical.ly. But anyway, TikTok made it popular. And now everyone uses music in the background of their social content. And of course, like uh, Instagram then copied that. Many people do it there as well. And then now YouTube Shorts are allowing creators to put their music in the background of their content there as well. So the question does arise, like what audio should you use? Should you use your own music and give yourself that opportunity to be able to get promotion and exposure to your music through the social content you release? Or should you capitalize on trends? Trending audio and does that matter as much? Because TikTok of late have moved to a more search-based platform. So the algorithm operates less on the trending audio, but that doesn't mean that you should never use them. In today's episode, I want to show you a consulting call that I did with an artist who was asking about that. Like, how does he go about getting exposure for his music through trending TikTok audio? It's really interesting because we chatted about it for quite a bit and we end up moving to some other questions too. So, I mean, if that one doesn't catch your fancy, maybe one of the other ones we discuss will. <laughs> but it was great. I mean, it's, it's a good discussion that we had about how to use trending audio effectively to make sure that you don't miss out on exposure opportunities, but still can capitalize on what's going to work best for you on the platform. All right, so I had a question. So uh, should I use popular audios for my reels or should I use my own music? You know, I have audio saved that's popular, but or should I just make reels of my everyday life and just use my own music or should I go to those popular reels? This is interesting because a lot of people will use the popular music uh, on TikTok specifically is because it, it gives you a better chance of appearing on people's For You pages. What I've seen other people do is use popular audio, but then turn the volume all the way down and then put other music on anyway. So you you could do that on TikTok. Um, oh. put, it, put it in the track so people hear your song, but um, use the popular music with it volume at zero so that you can uh, benefit off those uh, for you page exposures or organic reach there, uh, potential, um, I guess. But um, I don't know if Reels works in the same way. I would assume it does, but I don't know for sure that it does. So I guess you could do this exact same thing there. But eventually, once you start developing enough of an audience, it would be beneficial for you to start using your own music because then other people could create um, videos off those sounds as well. If you create them as sounds, you know? Okay, okay. So basically, I can just use that tactic. I think they do have that for reals where you can just mute the audio or the actual song yeah. and just have your audio. So yeah, damn, that's definitely, that's good. Like, because the only reason I would was doing the popular audios were just for a better dis- discoverability. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I appreciate it. So I was just, I was at the gym listening to the listening pages and it, I heard you was, when you were speaking more about like actually putting the camera up and telling my story to the, to the audience, to my audience and things mm-hmm. like that and what are creative ways that i could think i could tell my story either i should just kind of like make my quick um a quick uh a quick like not a real little tiktok of just pictures of me growing up like just something quick and aesthetic nothing too like long and drawn out but just or actually just get in front of the camera and just just um speak on certain things that i feel strongly about things like that which which way you think i should attack that that method of creating that true fame yeah okay so ultimately the goal of the story is to support your motivation which is the beneficial uh, future that you want to take them to or the benefit of that you can provide through your music. So all of your stories should be about how you can benefit the listener. And I think that's a problem that a lot of music artists misinterpret the role of the story or misinterpret what's it, what's expected of it or misinterpret what they should use it for. And it becomes me, 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 look at me. I grew up now support me sort of thing. And that's not what you want. It's like, I went through this. So I'm here today. And because I'm like, and now that I'm here, I want to help you with this. So like, um, I started with this and I went through this and I went through that and now I write 
music about this because I want to help you with this. And that's the general formula for it. But the other thing you said, a good thing there too, that people get wrong is that they think their story is always the same thing. Now it's fantastic to have your story written out and you should get on podcasts and chat about it. If you know that the audience listening to that podcast could benefit from your music, because then you just connect with them. Like for example, I'd go on podcasts about marketing or music marketing and talk about how I went through my story to get to where I am today to want to help music artists. It gives more credibility about why they should follow you. And it works the same thing for music artists as well, but it shouldn't be the same thing all the time. It's not like you just put on a camera and then just tell your story from start to finish because new listeners like cold listeners probably won't respond well to that. Uh, Curious listeners maybe and converted definitely, but maybe they probably would have heard it before they converted. So I would say mid to high level curious would be interested in that. Um, But to get cold listeners on, your story is everything about who you are today. So it can be your opinion about anything in the world. Like if you like something, you talk about it because it's another way that people could develop a connection with you. Like think of it this way. You're telling your story and you're just like, yeah, I remember when I was heaps young, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I was in my house and then later on I did this, right? There's no opportunities there for people to really connect. But say you say the same thing. I was really young and I used to be like obsessed with Dragon Ball Z and then blah, blah, blah. Just that little thing there. Someone listening might be, would just be about to scroll past and go, oh, he likes Dragon Ball Z. That's pretty cool. And remember, I used to love that as a kid too. I love it now as an adult. And then then they're in a bit more and they have a bit more of a connection to you. So when they list, they hear you out a bit more, they stay around longer. And that might be the reason just because you talked about something you liked that they end up staying around to listen to the whole thing and eventually becoming a true fan of yours, right? That could be the first little thing that keeps them around. If you don't do that, it's slippery and they could just slip off and continue on because they didn't grab onto anything. Um, so I definitely okay. recommend not just that, but like talking about if you wanted to, like when there's something to talk about, you can be like, I've got opinions on this. I want to talk about it. And the more you're in front of people, the more people will, um, who stand the best chance of following you long-term will connect with you. Um, but you need to provide those opportunities for them to connect with. So uh, if you don't do it and you just only ever talk about your music, then you're forgettable, you know, because every other music artist can do that. And you just be, fall into right. it. It's about your personality. Okay. Right. So basically just be more raw and organic and tell more of my story and not just my me, me, me type of thing. Just more like what, what can I connect with the listener on and what, what kind of yeah. path can they take down, down my, down my route to, to my like music house. I had to call it like a music house. <laughs> All right. And what are ways that I can find my like direct audience on like Instagram and um, TikTok? Just a couple like uh, quick, just a couple quick ways that I could just use, you know, just to find my like direct fan listening, listening uh, base. Well, all music is a solution to suffering. And it's, that sounds crazy. And people go, yeah, maybe like more heavier music thematically and emotionally, but it's not always uh, suffering. Like I just write music to make people dance. But in that situation, if you're writing music to make people dance, the suffering is, is that they, it's escapism. They don't want to go back to the normalities of their life. They want to be happy and feel great. So the suffering is to not feel sad or not wanting to feel sad. Um, so you've got to find the pain point of your listener and what they're going through as to why they'd want to put your music on. Sometimes it's because it makes them feel awesome and feel pumped up. So you need to provide as much messaging around that to show them that you're capable of doing that. So they do that. That's why um, something that works really well for decades in rap has been um, images of success because it makes people feel expensive when they put the music on and they feel like they're tough and earn money and blah, blah, blah. And that's what people listen to music for. They've found that pain point and they market it to it. So you need to find what you write about in your lyrics that your listeners can relate to that pain point on and then go uh, create content around the pain point first before you even talk about being a music artist. You could just have your music on in the background like we talked about earlier. Um, you, You could do that so people hear your songs in the background, but you're just talking about your experience in that pain point. People will connect with the pain point then stay around longer to be curious. So become curious to want to check out your music or what you do next because they've built that point of connection. But also people get like music artists get so caught up or just, I wouldn't say caught up, but just like um, so routinely will just like post content 
content and think that's it. But you need to be actively going and finding people too. So I once you identify the pain point, it's pretty easy to know where those people are. So if you write music for mental health, in Instagram, you look up hashtags, mental health, mental health tips, mental health stories, whatever, right? Depression, like different things like that. Look what people are posting and what commenters are saying. Make more content like that that's doing well. So you attract similar people, but also start conversations in the comments and be active on those posts. And the better you can provide a value there and the more often you're seen, the more people who are highly compatible with your pain point, which are the ones that behaviorally speaking, stand the best chance of becoming true fans, your most valuable listeners, they'll check out what you're writing. They'll click through, see what you do, and then end up wanting to stay around. Otherwise, if you just try to get you know anyone to listen to your music, they might forget about you next week. But these are the listeners that could stay around long-term. So it's all you should really be caring about. Once you identify the pain point, you can figure out where they are. And it's just a matter of being in front of their eyes and talking to them. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. So basically just identify the pain point, find where those people are and kind of provide like a, a source of value to them mm-hmm. and or just understand what they what they're into what type of things they're into and just bring it back Absolutely. all right Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you want more episodes of advanced music marketing that dives into even crazier stuff than what you just heard, then go to IamNorthbound.com and join the I Am Northbound inner circle. Every single week, you're going to get access to a ton of content that talks about things that other people just aren't talking about. We dive into advanced music marketing strategies, psychology and its application to advertising, persuasion and scientific research. Trust me, this stuff is information you cannot get anywhere else and will give you the upper hand in growing your audience and getting your music heard. Thank you.